What is up guys? My name is Jason and welcome to the Conspirators Podcast channel where I talk about everything from the unexplained to the completely insane. Due to the nature of the channel, some content may not be suitable for some audiences, so listener discretion is advised. Alright, welcome back guys to another episode of The Conspirator where we dive into another missing 411 case. We're going back to Arkansas this week to look at the disappearance of Catherine Van Alst. Catherine disappeared on the 16th of June in 1946 in the Devil's Den State Park. Now, to start off, Catherine was the youngest daughter, well, the youngest child in the Van Alst family, being eight years old. Catherine had two older brothers and obviously her parents that were going on holiday to the Devil's Den State Park. They were all the way out from Kansas. Now, the, it said that they were renting this cabin out in the, in the state park for uh, what may have been a holiday or just a getaway, whatever it be, that was uh, close by to this little dam that wasn't far off. Now, obviously, kids being kids, uh, Catherine and her brothers wanted to go play at this dam and go see what it was and go swimming and everything like that. Uh, one version of the story states that Catherine went with her brothers uh, to the dam without her parents and got tired while they were swimming and everything, left early and was then not seen again from that point. Uh, she went missing on the walk home. Uh, not much is given on those details, like they don't talk about much of what happened at the dam. Um, all that is basically known is that she left with her brothers, her brothers returned and that is when they realized Catherine was missing. The brothers thought she had left to go home early. The parents thought she was still with the brothers. And that is obviously when uh, the authorities were contacted. The other version of the story where dad goes with them to the dam uh, does have a lot more detail in it, whether it's just, um, you know, storytelling at its finest or if these were recorded cases, I'm not entirely sure. This is just information I found through my research. However, it is said that Catherine's dad obviously took the two boys and little Catherine to go swimming at the, the dam. So they obviously went down the path from the cabin, obviously walked their way down um, through all the camping sites and stuff like that, because it seems that this was like a whole camping area uh, around this dam. Uh, they get there and obviously there's a lot more people there. There's all the kids swimming, parents and adults and stuff all around. And... Um, Dad decides to stay on the shoreline, so Mr. Van Alst just watches as Catherine and her two brothers go dive in and swim. Uh, there was a dam wall that kind of went around the back of this dam. Uh, it's like a not very steep, like a very uh, slow gradient kind of drop off of these like rocky boulders and stuff where some kids were actually all playing on as well, which led down to a, another pool of water at the bottom. Uh, the, the dam itself at the top side got a bit deeper around the dam wall. And um, that's kind of just like how the the location worked. Uh, so obviously, uh, Catherine, only being eight, not exactly a song, strong swimmer, at some point apparently drifted off into the, the deeper water without her dad noticing. Um, and uh, as she obviously got tired, a woman noticed her struggling. So um, obviously helped ca fish Catherine out uh, along near the dam wall. And, um, you know, obviously being concerned about her, you know, ask her, you're right, like, shame, you must be careful, you know, you, if you're not a strong swimmer, if you get tired, you can drown. Uh, at this point, Catherine's dad obviously notices her uh, talking to some strange woman and, you know, now concern goes over, you know, ask, like, is everything all right, is something wrong? 
Um, the woman obviously noticing this and noticing his concern immediately tells him, no, don't, don't worry. I was just helping your daughter here. I saw she was struggling. So uh, I helped her out. So, you know, Mr. Van Alst obviously thanks the woman profusely for helping his daughter and, you know, making sure she was okay. Turns to tell Catherine, like, you know, like, Kat, you need to be more careful. You know, you know, you're not a strong swimmer. You know, you've got to stay out of the deeper water. You could be careful. You know, you something bad can happen. So Catherine thanks the woman, you know, and agrees with her father and decides, you know, she's not going to go back into the dam, but instead she's going to play with the other kids along the rocky section down behind the dam. Now, Catherine's dad obviously goes back to the bank and um, positions himself where he can kind of walk between where he can see Catherine and where he can see the boys so that he can watch all three of his kids. Um, so as he's like walking back and forth between the two locations to like, you know, watch to check if little Catherine's okay, and then just venture back up and look over to see if the boys are doing fine. At some point, he goes over to look at the boys, you know, he sees them swimming and enjoying themselves and having fun. And, uh, you know, turns to go back to Catherine. And he can't see her. So he doesn't immediately start panicking. Everything's fine. He, he kind of heads back over you know to see maybe she you know she's moved around slightly further down the rocks or maybe she's sitting down or crouching over uh, and he, she's just out of view so he, he obviously walks back down you know takes a look looks around can't see catherine so calls out to her you know like you know catherine like are you there like, where are you and um nothing nothing he, he doesn't hear back he can't hear her he can't see her so now obviously getting a bit more concerned a bit more worried looks around she's nowhere to be seen on those rocks carries on looking around carries on as far, far around as he can see to see the other end of the rocks and Catherine's simply not there he checks the pool at the bottom she's not there heads back up to the top and calls his sons over to you know check with them like you know did Catherine maybe come back up without me seeing did I not notice you know is she with you both the sons it's you know I don't know we don't know where she is we haven't seen her you know, he carries along the dam wall, looking for Catherine, checking the river, check, um, checking the dam, checking the pool at the bottom, uh, sees the lady that originally helped Catherine and, you know, asks her, like, you know, hi, sorry, um, do, do you perhaps happen to know where my daughter is? Did you see her? Have you seen her? The woman says, no, the last I saw her, she was playing down here on the rocks. I haven't seen her. So at this point, Catherine's dad is now starting to panic. You know, Catherine is gone, he can't find her. And as a parent, he obviously starts to assume the worst. So everyone's now jumping into the dam and swimming around, looking for Catherine, you know, parents and, and other kids are searching in the surrounding woods around this dam. Everyone's calling out to her and searching. And after about an hour, Catherine's dad is now in a full-blown panic and, you know, decides, you know, this is enough. He needs to call the authorities that so Catherine is gone. So he obviously runs with the boys and heads back to the cabin and contacts the authorities. Uh, at this point, the police arrange about what was said to be about 200 searches that are to go out into this surrounding area and um, into this extremely dense forest of the Arkansas Devil State Park. And, um, you know, just no sign of Catherine. Two days go past in, in this dense uh, forest and um, nothing. So at this point, they they assumed maybe it, maybe unfortunately, they have to assume the worst. Maybe Catherine had drowned. So they head back and uh, open up the dams and drain the top and the lower section of water, 
completely out and troll the dams and everything like that remove the water everything and nothing catherine was not there so it's almost a bittersweet relief where catherine hadn't drowned so she wasn't uh, you know dead at the bottom of this dam but she was still missing so they head back out now after these um after this whole escapade get back into the forests now <laughs> to put some of your minds at ease little catherine van alst was indeed found alive six days later on the 22nd of june what was said to be seven miles or thir- uh, sorry 11.3 kilometers away from this dam now if you think about that that's as the crow flies where she was found this distance was marked as per a map location now de- as i said devil's den state park is a really rugged dense uh, forest terrain what <laughs> what some of the hunters and authorities in the area would have said you know that 11 kilometers are, are as per the map location if you were to trek that and walk that on that terrain it would have been, ended up being more something like 48 kilometers uh, or about 30 miles, I think they said it was, uh, that she would have had to have walked to get to where she was found, which in itself is is completely ludicrous. That distance for an eight-year-old is, is something uncanny. Now, the uh, searchers that actually found her were a couple of hunters that had joined the party because they know the area pretty well. They've been out there before. You know, they've been doing this most of their lives. And... Um, they they claimed that you know they went out um searching you know calling for catherine and um on the sixth day they um you know they went out and said you know uh well firstly the the hunters were saying that they believed she was alive they didn't believe she had drowned they they said she had about a 95 percent chance of surviving because ironically uh catherine went missing in this area which was known to be quite a well-populated berry field now obviously my fellow conspirators have the alarm bells going off (laughs) ticking off that box on the profile um so they said she definitely did have food and there were a lot of water sources around so they knew she'd be fine and on the sixth day these hunters um saw this little girl come walking out the cave as they were calling for her uh, and just shout over to them here i am and there she was that there was Catherine Van Alst in nothing but her swimming costume. She was barefoot, again, ticking off that box on the profile, um, barefoot in nothing but her costume, and she was found around half past three in the afternoon, according to the hunters. And, um, you know, nothing but a couple of scratches and bug bites on her. She seemed to be fine, and what they described to be eerily calm, like a bit too calm for an eight-year-old. Um, however, doctors did say that she was showing signs of shock after she was admitted to hospital, but nothing too serious. She was eventually discharged about two days later after being admitted. But um, what really did stump everyone was how did Catherine survive? This little eight-year-old from Kansas City that wasn't very well-versed in being outdoors in the wilderness managed to survive six days in the absolute rugged wilderness. You know, as much as she she did have berries to eat and uh, pools of water she could drink out of, which she did confirm uh, is what she did, you know, it still makes no sense. Now, when investigators obviously went to go talk to Catherine and ask what happened, you know, where did you go? Catherine actually, in both stories, has no memory of disappearing. She said 
on the in the one story it said that she was walking uh she claims to have been walking home and the next thing she didn't know where she was she was lost couldn't find where she was and then obviously in the alternative story you know um she vanished from the rocks and doesn't actually remember disappearing but in both stories um they do link up when they says that Catherine uh claims that she did sleep on what she uh mentioned to be a warm patch of grass on the first night um now the one story says that it started raining and she headed from this grass um, into a cave nearby uh, the other story kind of mentions more that first night she slept on this warm patch of grass and the next thing she knew she was waking up in a cave which was on the last day when she could hear people calling to her and she walked out and they found her um both stories are similar in the sense that um they link up where Catherine claims to not have much memory one of the disappearance but two of being lost she remembers um the the first night with the warm grass and then remembers the cave on the last night but everything in between she doesn't actually remember she she has very little to no memory of any of this and what actually happened to her which in itself is quite spooky and quite eerie um you know to to think about there are a few theories um whether it be paranormal supernatural kind of stories or uh, more just logical wild animals that's not specified but it is believed uh, by by some of our skeptics out there that um Catherine must have been chased by something what it could have been no one knows but this would explain how she got that distance adrenaline would have kicked in the fear would have pushed her to her limits and she would have basically just run until she couldn't run no more until she found that cave and felt she was in a safe location um and the trauma behind the, this traumatic like this traumatic experience would have uh, explained the memory loss so that is one of the theories out there it cannot be confirmed as it's not really possible to identify whether something had chased her or not there wasn't really any evidence of it but you can't exactly just rule it out on that fact alone and um some of the things that do stand out for me in the story that give me chills down my spine and uh, you know make me appreciate my warm bed at night even more is some of the things that uh, Catherine mentioned was that she doesn't remember seeing any wildlife in a very dense rugged very wild state park she which i mean has lots of wild animals in, including bears she claims to not have seen anything not even bears not birds she says she says she may have seen a turtle or a tortoise at some point but other than that she doesn't remember actually seeing any wildlife um you know being out there the entire time that's quite uh, that's quite something and like i said gives me gives me the chills that's quite freaky that seems almost supernatural <laughs> to me um and the the memory loss as well that is that is quite a freaky one that does seem to uh weird me out quite a bit but looking at the 411 profile i definitely think this is one of those freaky cases that definitely fits the profile i mean granted she was found without shoes which does tick off that box uh she was swimming so it would make sense she didn't have any shoes but the fact that she vanished without a trace makes no sense you know it's a mid to late afternoon disappearance uh disappearing without a trace you know being found almost impossibly far away i mean that 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 11 kilometers which would have been about 48 kilometers to walk with that difficult dense rough terrain for an 8 year old to get there is seemingly impossible 
or at least extremely hard to get to you know this case definitely does tick off a lot of those boxes and um is definitely one of the freakier 411 cases that i have come across uh, in my time researching these cases um, it was a thoroughly enjoyable story to, re uh, to research and i really hope you guys enjoyed the story today and i'm hoping i'll see all of you back here next friday for a new episode of the conspirator missing 411 so for now thanks for joining me today please don't forget to leave a review of the channel on your preferred listening platform. It really does help out the channel and I appreciate all the support. Thanks for listening today, guys, and I'll catch you all here next time. Bye for now.